Derek. Um, tell us about um, this new film by uh, comedian Will Ferrell. Uh, Talladega Nights. Has it opened over there? Uh, in we get it in September. In oh, okay. Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, which uh, is kind of... Uh, Delving into uh, America's fascination with NASCAR racing, which I have no idea if that has uh, translated across the pond or not. We get we get it really late at night on the Odd Sports Channel. Do, do people on the Odd Sports Channel? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But it doesn't matter, Derek, because we're on late at night as well. Maybe they're listening to us and watching it at the same time. Oh, my gosh. So I better, I better watch myself. Because <laughs> it's a sport I don't get at all. But, you know, that's okay. Uh, I mean, it was the same thing as cars. Uh, the, you know, we, we began the summer with cars, uh, which was also basically about NASCAR racing. Uh, and uh, we ended with Talladega Nights, which is about a, uh, a, a goofy driver who uh, just has, uh, if, he de- if he doesn't come in first place, he, uh, he has, like, mental blocks that keep him from um, actually <laughs> accepting any loss. Uh, now, Ken, have you seen, I'll take it you have seen this film. I, I actually have not, because I was in L.A. and, and couldn't get my, my screenings transferred down there, So, uh, but the reason I was going to talk about it was because it it, uh, it was number one. It opened last weekend here in the U.S. and was number one at the box office. And I, I was able to get kind of the weird L.A. Uh, approach. It was everybody down in Los Angeles was convinced this thing was going to bomb mm. uh, because this Oh, we're all tired of Will Ferrell, and I and I kept saying, no, you know, I think people still think he's funny, uh, you know, and uh, I was right. Get you know, voted the world's best comedian or something. Working, he, he is. He is. Uh, he's very funny, very intense, and uh, Steve Carell myself. And, well, I like Steve Carell, and they're you know they're good and they're good friends. You know, they're part of that. There's this uh, which I kind of like. This little almost a modern comedy Rat Pack: Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, uh, Will Ferrell, Steve Carell, that will and uh, David Keck is kind of a minor, sort of the Joey Bishop of, of this modern comedy rat pack that uh, they all sort of just, you know, show up in each other's movies. Exactly. Now, I'll tell you what, one person who hasn't shown up in their films before and is in this, which I think would be worth seeing this film alone for, is the appearance of uh, a British actor, uh, well, actor on the very... Uh, slim, sorry. Sasha <laughs> Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen, best known in this country, of course, for as his uh, uh, Ali G character. And Borat, is cool. Oh, and Borat, Borat is coming out this fall, and all over L.A. there are billboards for Borat. He isn't in that underwear where he was wearing it camp. Oh no, my gosh, though, that was horrible. <laughs> was, I had to scrub my eyes with Brillo pads after seeing that, that swimsuit. But, uh, but it's like an extreme G string, wasn't it? Then? Yeah, yeah. No, he, on the billboards, <laughs> he's lying on his side in a business suit w- w- waving an American flag. Uh, telling us Brilliant. Is it about, this, country. this has been made by the same people behind Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'd read that he was watching it one afternoon, uh, like a preview, and said it was so funny they had to turn it off. <laughs> and if Larry David says that, then uh, I'm all for it, I think, but I, I'm really looking forward to it. But certainly, in going back to, uh, is it Talladega Nights? Yes. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen plays the, the arch rival, is like a French race car driver, I do believe. A gay French ra- race car driver, which Even is probably better. the crucial thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yes, and uh, I have heard that he pretty much steals the show uh, right. whenever he's on, which is tough to do. But, you know, I think he, uh, you know, uh, he's had an advantage in this country, even as Ali G, that uh, I, 
you know, I'm sure that you've seen the last couple of seasons that they showed over yeah, here on HBO, yeah. where it was so clear that he was talking to people in America who have no idea who he is, uh, in a way that I don't think he can get away with in England anymore. Well, certainly he was he was introduced as like the voice of youth, so people thought if they ever came on his program, they were under the under the impression that they were on some kind of youth style satellite stroke cable TV program. Yeah. So they took him very seriously, and clearly he was taking them for a ride because he was speaking language that they couldn't understand. I can't and understand him out. <laughs> As students and you know and kids, they loved it. So yeah. it was, but it, but um, very popular stuff. So let's. Uh, now I know you've also got some news on the BBC and George Lucas. I feel I should know this story, but I don't. You should. Uh, I'm surprised you don't. I, and I guess it caught my attention because uh, the Reduced Shakespeare Company, which is actually a group of American expatriates who live in London, uh, do the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged, the complete history of America abridged, mm. and the complete Bible abridged as well. Uh, they got the rights. Uh, George Lucas approved this week for them to do uh, a complete Star Wars saga in 20 minutes. What? Really? <laughs> and it will be broadcast on the BBC. I'm not sure which which uh, channel on the BBC, but it will be broadcast at the end of August. So they've got some sort of end of summer special. But I, I heard a little, little inklings about that. I didn't realize it was going to be on the TV. Yes. Uh, actually... Did, now, it does spring to mind. Now, I did see this on the news last night, actually. Oh, right. I did see it. I do, it did spring to mind, but I think it washed over me, certainly. So, yes, it does <laughs> ring a few bells. But when you said it, it didn't. And I thought, wow, I haven't seen this. This would have rung a... I certainly... But, but thank you so much for clearing that up, Derek. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go all the way to America to find out most of what's, what's going on in your own backyard. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Don't worry. You know, I, I've got, you know, I was very, very excited because also this week the Sci-Fi Channel here has announced that they're going to be showing the second season series of Doctor Who so in September. So we're finally going to get David Tennant over here and we're very excited. And, uh, Have you had the Christmas special yet, Derek? No, we haven't. So I don't know if they're going to start with that, uh, you know, Christmas in September. Um, yeah, sort of but they have to. I don't think the second series makes as much sense if you haven't, you know, watched the uh, Christmas Invasion first. Um, and then they're going to uh, finally bring Casanova over here. The, oh, uh, the very previous, uh, you know, David Tennant stuff. Yeah, David Tennant and uh, Russell T. Davis did that too, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. We're going we're to have a quick musical break, Derek. We're going to come back to you, and we're going to talk about um, a comic book that's in development for the big screen called Living in Infamy, and we're going to look into your crystal balls and find out about um, a movie. I do believe it's like uh, Outcast the Musical. Is that right? Yes. Well, if you're not sure who will Outcast are, here's a little flavour. One, two, three, go! Thank you, Outcast. That's Outcast and hey ya. Good morning, it's BBC Radio Homicide, and we're chatting to uh, Jamie Kelwick. Hello! My local film critic again, of course. So we've crossed live to Los Angeles. Speak to my man in America, Derek McCaw. Hello, Hello. Derek. Hello. Uh, hello, Derek. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we're still there. Don't worry. I don't mind you. <laughs> now, before we talk about Outcast the Musical, let's chat about uh, one of your passions in life, comic books, and a new comic book that's being developed for the big screen called Living in Infamy. Yeah, this, oh. is, kind of, this is kind of a scoop. Uh, this is a, a company, uh, is a, a comic book company that is actually uh, run by Rob Meyer Burnett, who uh, actually does a lot of producing of DVDs. And uh, if you've enjoyed the extras on things like uh, Lord of the Rings and the X-Men film, and oh, yeah. even yeah, the upcoming uh, Superman Returns uh, DVD, which I think, despite whatever <laughs> felt about the film, is going to be actually really a great DVD. Yeah, uh, I, think if, I think if you love extras, certainly, uh, I think the Lord of the Rings extras were the only extras that actually brought a tear to my eye. Did they? Did they? Yeah. 
so so wonderful, so wonderful, so in depth, and so much you know, from every every aspect of the film. It was just so wonderful. I just I, I was I was touched by parts of it. I must say. <laughs> there you go. So uh, so under, working under the current theory in Hollywood, which I think uh, say there's some truth to this that uh, if you have a good uh, if you want a really good high concept movie made, you have to do it as a comic book first, uh, which is strange, but I think it's, it's turning out to be true. Uh, this uh, Rob started this company and hired some, well, I guess people approached him with a, uh, looking up the names here right now, uh, with a book called Living in Infamy. And Living in Infamy is about supervillains in a witness protection program in living in a <laughs> small town called Infamy in Arizona. And uh, when I was at the, uh, sniffing around in Hollywood in the last couple of weeks, uh, I came across that uh, they're actually, uh, that their gamble is working, that they actually have a production company. Wow. One of those things where I can't actually say who, because that would be betraying a huge confidence, I think, at this point. And yeah. uh, the Living the Infamy guys are very cool, and I'd like to not get them in trouble with anybody. But they have something very major brewing, and I think in the next couple of months we're going to see a, a, a not a surprising an announcement. I mean, uh, it, it will all sort of make sense when it comes out, but Living in Infamy is going to be something that I think is going to be... Um, Ramping up for 2008. It's, a, it's yeah, an interesting concept, certainly. Yeah, yeah, because all these villains, as their children, are trying to uh, you know kick the dust off their shoes from these small town. Uh, only they can't because if they leave the uh, the city limits, the uh, big supervillains uh, uh, will be alerted to their existence. Oh my! <laughs> it sounds like it's taking it to another level. But let's uh, we're, we're, we're ten minutes shy of handing over to our good friends at Radio Five Live. So let's move swiftly on. Uh, okay. to out, Outcast the musical. Uh, yeah, it's, it's actually called Idlewild, uh, and it's been kind of one of those uh, fraught with uh, with problems as far as just they're they're taking um, the, the rare step of, of letting uh, Outcast actually deliver it in due time, and now it is finally going to be uh, <laughs> to be out uh, at the end of August or, or the beginning of September. And I've gotten my uh, invitation to go see it. I will drive up to San Francisco because I saw a trailer for this the other night, and uh, it just looked fantastic. So is it going to be? Is it is it like a, a, a musical film of their work, or how, how is it? What is it was an old-fashioned movie musical with wow. Outcast writing the songs. Oh, I see. And uh, so it's Gene kind Kelly of type thing or something, Derek. It's what old, old school Gene Kelly or something. Uh, like yeah, that. yeah, but with uh, Andre Benjamin and uh, I wish I could remember the name of the other <laughs> member of Outcast. Oh, yeah, I think his name is it Big Boy. Big Boy, yeah. That uh, the two of <laughs> them. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no. They're carry on. Please <laughs> carry on. No, remember, still haven't seen those. Uh, but uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Derek hasn't seen a Carry On film. Come I'm on, Derek. around. I don't know anybody over here who's seen a Carry On film. So, if, you, see, if you've seen a Carry On film, you would appreciate this sound effect. That's all I'll say. I'll say no more. <laughs> I still do. I don't know why, but I do. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, they're playing the leads in this, and it's set in the 30s, and uh, covers the story of these two brothers and their um, and their rise through the speakeasies mm. uh, and and jazz. And uh, so it's got it's both what you would expect out of Outcast and music we, we've been hearing so far, but also as uh, they have proven, they are really uh, great at a variety of musical styles. So they're really going back and doing the old uh, Cab Calloway kind of songs and uh, Duke Ellington stuff as well, so it's wow. going to be a mix of old and new, and I, you know, I, 
it's, I, I love it when somebody takes a chance like that. And so yeah, and, you, and you've seen a bit, and you reckon it looks great. I, it does, it does. So I'm very excited about that one. Good stuff. Derek, you've been fab as always this week. Well, thank you. And uh, we shall look forward to talking to you again next week, I guess. All right. Cool. And uh, what, do, you have, do you reckon you'd be up to anything interesting, or should we wait to find out next week? <laughs> Will I be up to it? <laughs> it's always interesting. Uh, well, I'm you know, I'll be catching up. There's, you know, this week's release is here, Zoom, with Tim Allen, the superhero high school comedy, and uh, The Pulse, which is a remake of a Japanese film. Uh, neither one is oh, being... Oh, yeah, I've seen the original. It's very good. Yeah, neither one is being screened for the press. So, uh, you know, I well, don't have... Not, I, it's not good. I don't have high hopes. But I'm hoping next week we'll see school catch up with some more, you know, good stuff. So. Indeed, next week, of course, we've got Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane? Snakes on a Plane, yes. Looking forward to that. Snakes on a Plane. De Derek... We'll let you get back to your lovely Californian sunshine. Thank you. Take it easy. Have a nice weekend. Take care, Derek. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. Lovely, Derek. Back on the show then next week. Uh, Jamie's still here for a few more moments' time. Jamie, what yes. are you, so what are you going to be seeing then? Tomorrow? Are you, are I'm going to be uh, watching... Doing now next week? Well, not today, no. I'm going to be watching Nacho Libre. Oh, with the uh, new Jack Black one. Right, okay. I'm also going to be watching The uh, Lady in the Water, which I had the option of watching today. Well, yesterday, but I chose to watch Monster House instead because I think it looks better. And, I was, uh, and I'm also going to be watching Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane, indeed, yes, with Samuel L. Jackson, who was on the show, courtesy yeah, yeah. of Derek. A couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. Stars on the show, mate. Stars on the show, indeed, yes. Right then, okay. Uh, just enough time really to say thank you to all my guests this evening, who have been Derek McCourt, live from Los Angeles, and of course Jamie Kelwick. Thanks a lot, mate. And my fossil expert this evening, who is Nigel Whittington, on his way home. Was, Matt, was he on bike tonight? Did he bike in this evening? He was walking from wherever he was, so there you go. So <laughs> thank you to Nigel, if you're still listening, of course, to Derek and to Jamie. Uh, Jamie and Derek back Thursday next week, but of course, Absolutely. just enough time to tell you what's on the show tomorrow. What, five Hello? Hello?